Hello everyone and welcome back to Self Interrupted, the Grammy, the Oscar and the BAFTA winning podcast which is currently top 10 in Poland. Yeah. I did scream. No, I did. It's true. I'm Kate Costello. I'm your host. Thank you so much for the listeners in Poland. I appreciate it highly. No, I do. It's always crazy to me. No, it will still be crazy to me. Charting just randomly in a country. I appreciate it so much. And to be in the top 10, that was like very shocking to me. So thank you so much to the land of Poland. I appreciate it. Today, I welcome you to the 15th episode of Self Interrupted. 15 episodes. I feel like since we did episode 10, mama, we've been flying through. I feel like I did episode 10 a couple of weeks ago. Clearly, evidently, it's more than a month ago, which is just crazy. But yeah, we're already at episode 15. We're talking today about the art of not giving up, which is something I really wanted to talk about just because I've really been just kind of having a bit of a renaissance. Like, no, let's talk about it. Had a bit of a renaissance of like just being easier on myself, which is really nice. I've wanted to talk about this topic for a while, but I've never been... (laughs) not mentally stable enough to talk about it, but just like, I haven't been in the position that I can look back and talk about it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I needed to go through my ultimate flop era to really come out of the other side and pinpoint what I could have done better. Do you see what I'm saying? This is not to say that in the future, I will not think about giving up because ultimately I probably will, but I will be able to look back at this episode and listen to the Kikostello point by point system on how to not give up. Yeah, let's talk about it, okay? Anyway, that's what we're doing for this episode. Let me get into the catch up of the week. Cause if you don't know, no, famously, famously on Self Interrupted with Kit Costello, we do a weekly catch up where I talk about what's been going on in my week. I also actually have some podcast updates. So stay tuned for that after the weekly catch up, okay? But let's first of all, let's initially get into the weekly catch up. Okay, so you guys, today I thought I ran over a dog. Mm, yeah. No, that was real bad for me. So let me set the scene for you. It's around 10 to 10 in the morning. I get into the farm car. Now, a bit of kit law for you. I can't drive. I don't have, but well, I can drive, but I don't have a driver's license because let me tell you, let me tell you right now. The children are always saying, oh, why don't you drive? Why don't you have a license? Why don't you do lessons? Why don't you have a provisional? Um, that's expensive. And it's always my, it's always, not my friends because I'm not friends with these people anymore, but the people at my old school, they'd have a car. They've done all of their driving lessons. They've passed. They're like, why aren't you driving? kit their parents paid for every single thing and i'm like "Mm, i'm not driving because quite frankly i don't have the money system behind me i don't have the investment behind me getting a car honey because not only getting let's talk about it real quick getting a car you're paying for the car then you're paying tax and then you're paying insurance then you're paying for lessons no it's not it's not gonna happen like i'd rather just be on the little tube yeah it's cute i like it anyway so long story short i don't drive on the roads. I drive on the back tracks of the farm to get to the gym every morning in the old farm car. Um, it's beaten up and that is important context for this story. Okay. So I'm in the car and I'm quite simply reversing. And then I hear a noise as if I've hit a bag of bones. Yeah. I was like, oh, something's happened. And there's a farm worker who brings his dog to the farm like every day I guess like every day he's here and instantly my mind went to I've just hit this dog and I just felt this uh overwhelming you guys I haven't felt it before it was like an overwhelming guilt I was like I've just killed a dog I haven't okay let's just cut to the chase I didn't kill the dog I didn't even touch the dog the car is just so old that it made some made some noise as if I just manslaughtered a dog like what is this gaslighting that this old car 
was giving, pardon the pun, gaslighting because it's a car, but oh my gosh, like crazy. So I literally reversed, hear the noise. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just keep reversing because like, what was I meant to do? I keep reversing, still thinking I've just killed a dog. I then move, I'm, I'm kind of driving really slowly, looking off in my rear view mirror, thinking, okay, have I hit it? Have I hit it? And there's nothing there. There wasn't anything there. So that was, yeah. That's great. Thank God I didn't kill a dog. I didn't commit manslaughter. Anyway, then I made my way to the gym. Great time at the gym. We love her. And my foot. Okay, if you've been keeping up with the podcast episodes, you may know that I suffered a bit of a foot injury, you guys. It was pretty bad for me. There's like a foot injury that's really common in walkers and runners. It's something to do with the arch of the foot, the muscle in there. It gets a bit like messed up sometimes, right? And I was in the trenches because imagine me running on the treadmill and randomly just pulls out of nowhere. My foot was in so much pain. I had to jump onto the sides of the treadmill and just stop running and go home. So I've recovered from that fully now and I'm back at the gym slaying, which is great. Love it. Someone at my gym though, one of like the personal trainers that walks around and like, you know, personal trains people, it's true. He keeps coming up to me and asking for my weights. And I'm like, sir, I pay 44 pounds a month. You should not be taking my, get some more equipment. That's not my business. Like I'm listening to Ariana Grande in my headphones and then I have you disturbing me. He's like, oh, what weights have you got today? I'm like, that's none of your business. Like just stop because it's happened more than once at this point and it's always because he's personal training someone that needs my weights i use 6kg weights which isn't that heavy in my opinion right especially if you're like hiring a personal trainer like mama like maybe try a seven or an eight but no he keeps coming up to me i'm middle of doing like intense workout then i get a tap on my shoulder from this man oh what weights are you using today have a look mary what do you think i'm using it says six on the side of the weight put two and two together i'm using a six kg weight anyway each time like a people pleaser i am i'm like oh yeah of course you can have them and then i go and grab the seven because i'm incredibly strong mm, yeah <laughs> I'm not at all. I literally struggle. Sweat, almost breaking every muscle in my body to lift this seven up to my chest. So bad. Anyway, that's all that's happened today. Let me catch you up on last week. Okay, so last week I got laser. If you don't know, I get laser hair removal on my face. I lay on that little table or like bed thing and she does it. Emily, blessed be, I'm going to say her name. Emily, yeah, that's my bestie. She does it and we always have like little, little small talk. I think we're around the same age. She's maybe like 24, I would say. I don't know why I did this, but I was meeting up with my friend Olivia. Okay, we know Olivia. That's our bestie, okay? I was going to meet up with my friend Olivia back in my village, where I am right now, okay? Context, I still live on the farm village, but I get laser in London, okay? So I was saying to Emily, bestie, I'm going to see bestie Olivia back in the home village. She then is like, oh, how long have you been living away from home? And I just lie. I I just lie. I'm like, oh yeah, it's been six months. Like, what am I doing? Why did I just pathologically lie to this poor woman? Literally came from home that morning to get laser hair removal on my face and then get the tube back home to see my friend. I don't know. I don't know why I lied. It was so unnecessary and so just unneeded. Why did I do that? I don't know. But Christ, as soon as I said it, I was like, I really hope she doesn't ask any follow-up questions. Like, where do you live? Why did you move out? But honestly, I'm quite a good liar. So I would have just come up with everything on the spot. Ugh, crazy. Anyway, also, 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 oh my gosh. So you need to imagine. I went to book my next appointment, which has to be like in a month's time. You have to wait a month in between each session. And I said to the lady at the front desk, I was like, oh, we'll have to do it on a weekend because I have jury duty in May. And she looks at me and she's like, oh, one of our colleagues is on jury duty right now. She's been doing it for six weeks. Let's take a pause. Mm, six, six, six weeks. Why? I just don't, I'm starting it in May. If I have to continue doing jury service in the middle of June, 
I'm ending it. Why? No, I'm so serious. If jury duty takes up my time, you're lucky I'm there in the first place. I already have so much work that I have to work around jury service. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. If it's only two weeks, I feel like it could be a cute little experience. I'm not sure though. I'm not too sure. It kind of sounds a bit jarring to me personally. Anyway, like I said, I saw Olivia, bestie. It's always nice to have a catch up with a friend. Speaking of, the next day, I then went to see bestie Emma. Not me seeing both my besties back to back. Like, that's such a good time for me. But on my way to see Emma, oh my gosh, you guys, chaos. I hadn't been in London in so long and I saw some really hot people in London. And I keep, I always forget. If I haven't been in London for a while, I forget that like a lot of people my age going out to London don't go to London a lot. So when they do, they really get dressed up, especially the men. Oh, they're hot. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm calling it what it is. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me. Also, I did get into a carriage on the tube and it smelled like straight up piss. And there was a woman low key like undressing. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. Why am I paying for this? <laughs> Why am I paying my good money to sit on a piss smelling train? Like what is going on? Oh, also speaking about trains, after I saw Emma, I was looking up train times to go back to my home village. Cause it's true. I live in a village. I don't live in London. Okay. I saw this train time and there's nothing more exhilarating and adrenaline inducing than having like two minutes to catch a train after you get off the tube and you have to run to the overground train. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. It's so good. Oh my gosh. I was running through King's Cross St. Pancras to the platform, sprinting, genuinely sprinting. I was so close to saying, because I literally got to the train the minute it was meant to be pulling off. Okay. So I was almost about to say, stop the train. Like as if the train would stop for me. As if the, stop everyone, stop the train, hold the door. Oh, it was so good. I get onto the train. I get into the first class carriage because it's the one closest. It's the closest one. I need to get onto the train, reminder. I get on and who do I see? Someone wearing a MAGA hat, a Make America Great Again hat. I just, I just didn't need that. After my long day and running for the train, doing the London Marathon to get to this train, the last thing I wanted to see was a MAGA hat. Like, why are we wearing, why, what? How? Okay, not to get political, but like, how are the Trump supporters still Trump supporting once that man has literally been convicted of crime? I don't understand it. It's not that they were smart before, but like now I'm just really questioning their intelligence. Ugh. But yeah, other than that, that is literally what was going on in my week. I ran for a train. I lied about where I lived. I saw my besties and I got back to the gym and I started running again. Hmm. Oh, and I had that personal trainer that was trying to steal my weights. But let's move on to my podcast updates. Okay, this is serious, you guys. These are updates for Self-Interrupted with Kit Costello. Okay, let's get into it. This is an announcement. This is a PSA announcement that season one of Self-Interrupted will end with episode 22 on the 7th of June, 2023. It's true, okay? Season one is coming to a close. And even major news in the KCCU, Kit Costello Cinematic Universe, season two has been picked up. By who? By me, because I'm the producer of Self Interrupted with Kit Costello. So season two will be picking up after season one has ended, obviously. I haven't got an announcement date for season two yet, but I do want to give myself a little bit of time because honestly, doing a podcast is quite a lot of work. It really is. It takes up at least a few days of my week. I really love doing it. Like, don't ever get it twisted. But I can imagine it'll probably be like a, a month break, a little month break, you know, because I want to come back and have some different stuff, implement some different things into the podcast, etc. But I'm just happy to tell you that I will be doing a season two and season one will be coming to an end with episode 22. Reminder, we're currently at episode 15. So do the math, bestie. We have seven episodes left, okay? But 
They are the updates of my week and the updates for the podcast. Let's get into the topic of the art of not giving up. Like I said, I've kind of gone through the motions of feeling like I should give up recently. If you haven't been keeping up with the podcast, I went through London Fashion Week. I'm also a model, by the way. If you didn't know that, that's a B. Kit Costello, model. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the occupation, babe. During London Fashion Week, I really felt like I should give up modeling because I had a really flop casting. It was really, really bad. If you want to hear more about that, you can go onto the London Fashion Week episode. Really, ever since then... I've just been questioning my ability as a model. Obviously throughout this whole topic, I'm gonna reference back to me being a model because that's ultimately what I felt like I should give up at this time. When you fall into that kind of slump, thinking that you should give up, everything feels so sensitive. For example, I posted a TikTok around the same time that I flopped that casting that I hadn't had paid work as a model for six months, which already was a bit of like a, I don't know, I felt like I was not brave, but I was just being transparent because there's a lot of models that I know that are in the same boat, but don't say it. When I posted that video, there was a little bit of stigma around it because the children weren't used to hearing a model say they hadn't had a paid job in six months. I had had work, but it wasn't paid. And I got comments on that video saying that I should just give up, saying that I wasn't made for the industry. You know what would get me, you guys? Other models saying it to me. Oh my gosh, other models saying that shit to me? I was fully just in the trenches. And you can imagine, like, that is so valid. Imagine your peers basically saying for you to give up. And it made me feel genuinely so awful. Like, terrible. And I was like, this is why. This is why I haven't been signed to this agency. This is why they denied me. They don't think I'm good enough. And it was just this voice in my head saying that I should just stop. Quit while I'm ahead because I'll embarrass myself if I continue. Honestly, I think it's so telling that this is kind of real talk for a second. I think it's so telling that I kind of came out of that slump when I started gaining more followers on TikTok. Oh, let's get some real talk in here, okay? I feel like there is definitely a parallel for me between value as a model and my job and followers on TikTok. Now, I mean, I don't know if this is necessarily part of this topic because is this really like the art of giving up? I don't really know. But in this industry and in a creative industry, because I I can imagine that most people finding this episode or listening to this, maybe you're thinking about giving up in terms of your creative job or your creative industry. Because I feel like for us creatives, it's really vulnerable to lead a creative lifestyle and a creative job because you're really just wearing a heart on your sleeve. You're doing something different to everyone else. And if you flop, it's so obvious when you're flopping. It's so bait. The children know when you're flopping. When I started gaining more followers on TikTok a couple of months ago, it wasn't even necessarily that I was like, oh, I'm getting followers. I feel better about myself. It was like, oh, I'm doing something. I'm getting something out of this, which really makes me mad because followers should not even contribute to my field of work at all. And I've had this conversation so many times with so many creatives in this industry. It's just so frustrating the the, the grasp that social media has on every industry, really. You could be a baker. You could be a singer. You could be a model. You could be an artist. Your work ethic, your work in general isn't appreciated at all nowadays unless you have followers. And that makes me mad. That's why when I started gaining followers more recently, I was like, oh, okay, I shouldn't give up because now I'm gaining followers. There's 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 hope, there's an opportunity. I should never have to feel like that. But the fact that social media and opportunities from social media make me feel like followers are more valued than me and myself, God, that made me want to give up because I felt like so stagnant in my followers. God, ridiculous. Isn't that so ridiculous that the idea that I wasn't gaining followers made me want to give up on my modeling career? 
Let's just hold that thought for a second. Something that quite literally has nothing to do with modeling, has nothing to do with my work ethic, nothing to do with me as a person. Wow, I was not expecting to go. I haven't even got into the advice yet. And I just really went off on a little, a little bit of a speech about your worth. But anyway, let's get into my six points to flourish in the art of not giving up. My first point is to make a list of goals. I like to make a list of goals that maybe some of them are bigger goals, but then I like to really invest in those smaller goals more. Not that the bigger ones aren't doable, but the the smaller ones that are more achievable, maybe within a couple of weeks. For example, I really want to do a photo shoot this week just at my house. That's a really small goal. That's just me asking my mom to take a couple of photos of me so that I have something for my portfolio so that I'm kind of inspired again. Then I can upload that to Instagram. Ew, social media, flop. It's kind of meta for me to say, ew, social media, when most of you that are listening probably found me through TikTok. Anyway, um, at the start of the year, I always make a photo mood board that I use as the wallpaper to my phone. And you actually become indifferent to that background throughout the like months. You kind of forget that it's there until you really feel kind of uninspired and you look at it and you're like, oh, I do want to do that. That's what past me wanted me to do and wanted me to accomplish. And not only wanted me to accomplish, thought that I could accomplish and knew that I could accomplish by the end of this year. And I think it's really nice to on that mood board have smaller goals and bigger goals and like really, really big goals, you know, so that when you do, because I believe in you, bestie, when you do reach those goals, you can be like, oh my gosh, that was the biggest goal that I had and I've achieved it. Last year for me, that was runway. I remember putting runway down on my mood board and thinking, I don't know if I ever do runway in general. And I did it in February, the second month of the year. And it made me think like I was able to do that nothing's out of limits. So when you start putting that stuff down on your mood board, it reminds you that you are achieving this stuff and you are doing that. And each one that you do, it kind of gives you more confidence to achieve the other ones. And it also just inspires you in general because it makes you think like, oh, I hadn't achieved that before. Now I've done it. I'm starting to learn the art of not giving up. No, I am. It's really important for me to make little lists of goals. Olivia actually told me one, which I thought was really, really sweet, which was writing your goals down and putting them in a red envelope and putting that on the top of your bedroom door so that every day you can walk in and out of your bedroom and you can see that red envelope. And maybe you'll forget throughout the year what you actually put in that red envelope, but you'll know that you put something in there to work towards. You'll know that you believed in yourself enough at the start of the year to write down your goals in a little red envelope and place it at the top of your door. But for me, making a list of goals, even it doesn't even have to be at the beginning of the year. It can be right now, as you're listening to this podcast, get a pen and paper out, write down a couple of goals that you want to do by the end of the week. Maybe it can be as simple as cooking a really nice meal, calling a friend, super simple little goals that you can do. That is the first lesson I would give in the art of not giving up. Let's move on to the second one, which is stop comparing yourself to other people. The children on social media, baby, they're not real. You don't know them. You don't know their experience. You don't know what they did to get to that point. So how can you compare yourself to someone that you fully don't know? I do this all the time. I'm not gonna act like I'm better than anyone else. That has led me down the darkest paths, the most uninspired paths, the paths where I have thought I'm literally not doing this. I'm not doing modeling. I've been laying in my bed sometimes thinking, okay, how am I gonna say to my parents that I actually wanna do a nine to five job now? As a creative person doing a creative job, there's kind of this like idea 
that now you're doing it, you have to do it until you're successful. So when I see people on social media, like instantly becoming successful in a career that I have been working on for so long, it makes me feel so frustrated. But I don't know those people. Why am I frustrated with something that I don't even know the full story of? It's so easy to do that with social media because it's just curated. People could be doing that to me. People could see that I'm a model going to Paris for Paris Fashion Week. And just based off of just my Instagram, they might be like, oh my gosh, Kim went to Fashion Week in Paris. Little do they know, I had a flop experience on the model side of going to Paris. You can listen to that in the Paris Fashion Week episode. A series of Parisian events is the title. I think it's really important to not compare yourself because people's success does not limit yours. And that's something I've really had to learn throughout these last couple of years being a model and seeing other models on TikTok start off at the same point as me. I remember seeing this one model on TikTok and he was doing like his debut runway at the same time that I was doing my debut runway. And he gained so many followers, which therefore allowed him to get so much more work, so much more attention from his modeling agency and therefore just become more of a seasoned model. And I remember being so, I guess it was jealous, jealous, envious. I blocked him. I blocked him on everything. Not because I didn't like him as a person, because I, I just couldn't see it. I couldn't consume all of that like success that he was having, but I don't know what he was going through in his personal life. I don't even know if he likes modeling anymore. And I would think, oh my gosh, he's getting all the success. That's gonna limit what I get. We're only getting older. He's getting all the success while he's a bit younger. So he's kind of secured a job for when he's like, oh, makes no sense. While I was writing out the point of people's success doesn't limit yours, I wrote out this. If you were in a different field of work, you would not know that those people existed. Now, I know what you're thinking. Kit, I'm not in a different field of work. I'm in this field of work with this person. But bestie, the point that I'm trying to make is ultimately they just don't, they don't affect your career at all. They affect you and your mental health. I think it's very important to separate the two, yourself and your career, which we'll get into later on in one of the lessons. But it's so important to separate yourself from your work and therefore allowing yourself to just view social media as yourself, as a person rather than as a business. Really just stop comparing yourself because you're wasting your energy. There's so much stuff that you could be doing rather than comparing yourself to people. Let's move on to the next lesson, which is don't put a time limit on your success. I know that I mentioned previously that I would make a mood board at the beginning of each year, but when I'm making those mood boards, I'm not thinking if I don't meet all of these goals, I've failed. They're just there as inspiration throughout the year. So putting a limit to your success through time is just not good because constantly there'll be that underlying anxiety that you are not reaching the goals that you set out for yourself within the space of time that you wanted. And being so harsh on yourself is so damaging to your mental health. Because like I said, you've got to separate yourself from your job and your work and just the thing that you want to succeed in. If I had put like time limits on my success as a model when I initially started, like imagine if when I started modeling back in May, 2021, if I had said to myself, you better walk runway by December, 2021, otherwise you're not a real model and you've got to stop modeling. What is the point in doing that? You're shooting yourself in the foot because you're not allowing yourself to flourish. You're not allowing yourself to experience what it's like to really live in that career or that thing that you want to succeed in. Time and success aren't a parallel. They don't go hand in hand. I mean, success is just so fleeting. Like someone could gain success overnight. It could take someone 10 years to find the success that they wanted to find. Honestly, success 
not to get meta, like success isn't really real. It's something that we've created because like, what does success really mean to you? In terms of not giving up, what don't you want to give up on? For me, it's obviously modeling. Like, I don't want to give up on modeling, but like, what do I find success in that? I would say if someone started a modeling career and they've done a photo shoot, to me, that's successful. You've done a photo shoot and you're a model. That's success. Again, like bringing in the last point of comparing yourself to people, as soon as you start seeing other people getting more success, you're like, oh, I need to hit that success. And it's always hard to look back at the stuff that you've actually done and realize, actually, Diva, I've been kind of successful already. And you kind of forget about the stuff that you've done in the past because you're so laser focused on the future. But I think it's really important to just sit with the success that you have and realize that success is so different to everyone that you've just got to be successful in your own way and just like not look at other people. So not putting time limits on your success is very important, Diva, because it's just, it doesn't help anyone. It's just a very toxic way of thinking because all you're doing is limiting yourself. Patience is so important with success and not giving up. This is such an inspirational episode. Oh my goodness, please. Let's move on to the next point, which is call someone, Diva. Have a chat. Having a chat with someone is so important. Oh my gosh, it can feel so isolating when you are beating yourself down because you feel like you want to give up. Giving up is like, honestly, for me, it's like always the last option. I'm a very delusional person and in a creative career, you've got to be very delusional. And when you're hit with the reality that maybe you're not being successful in the way that you want it to be, it can break that fourth wall almost. And it makes you just sit in your bed and think, oh my gosh, what am I doing? So taking yourself out of that situation and being able to call someone and be like, bestie, I need your help right now. It's really important because I tend to spiral. And I think allowing yourself to call a friend in that situation and just kind of being a bit vulnerable with them and just letting your guard down. Letting your guard down is the most important thing to do if you feel like you want to give up. Because if you are like trying to save face and you're trying to have this guard up and act like everything's fine, it can make you crumble. Personally, that would make me crumble. When I'm feeling my worst and I'm not telling anyone, sometimes I see the light and I'm like, okay, I slay. I'm feeling better now. I've been able to deal with this myself. But sometimes I can't. Sometimes I need that friend because there's that underlying sense of uncertainty and the idea that I won't achieve those goals. And having a chat with a friend, it's so re-energizing. Sometimes that friend might be like, oh my gosh, I was going through the same thing. And it just, it like opens up your world. It makes you realize that, oh, I'm not actually going through this alone. People feel the exact same way as me. This isn't a unique feeling I'm feeling. Giving up is a feeling that everyone has. If that makes you feel better, everyone's been in that situation where they want to give up. Having a chat with your friend as well is great because it just puts everything into perspective. For example, you may take yourself out of your home, out of your bedroom to go to your friend's house to chat. When I'm wallowing and when I'm spiraling the most about the fact that I want to give up, I'm normally just in my bed, in my bedroom. All the lights are off. I'm in the trenches, diva. Like I genuinely think that like it's over. But when I take myself out of that situation, I see my friend, it feels so much lighter. I feel like I'm tapping into all of the emotions rather than just one. Which brings me on to my next lesson, which is humanize yourself. Humanizing yourself is so important, kittenators. Please, it's so important. Trust and believe, like I said previously, it's so easy to think of yourself as the business. Throughout this whole discussion, I've been really talking about giving up in the sense of like, if you have a business, if you're in a creative industry, etc. In my industry, as a model, you are the business. And it's so easy for those lines to get blurred of 
business and human. Honestly, like sometimes I'm like, I need to always be a model. I need to always have this persona about me. I need to always be having good posture. I actually really struggled with that when I initially became a model because I just thought that I always had to look good. But that is not the case. Like be real with yourself. Like sometimes you need to bring yourself down to earth and realize that you're doing pretty fine. You're absolutely fine. Everything's good. What you're working towards, like it's good to have those kind of goals and to have a passion. But think of yourself back when you were a child. In my notes, I just wrote, in a child, you just lived your life. But you did. You just walked around and lived your life without any pressures of society. Asking you, how much money are you making? When are you moving out? What job are you getting next? You know, you're playing The Sims 3 for six hours straight and you were chilling. At what point in your life did you put all this pressure on yourself to give yourself goals that you're crying now in your bedroom at the thought of giving up on? Ease it, ease it back. Like it's, it's fine. It's okay. You can just sit with yourself for a second and be like, oh, it's actually not that serious. For me personally, sometimes I have to do that. I have to think, okay, you're literally crying over the fact that you haven't had a job in six months but you've had all these other incredible experiences throughout that time. I'm actually pretty fine. Which brings me on to my next lesson, which is remind yourself how far you have come. Even if it's the smallest things. For me personally, I'm confident on going on the tubes now. I used to be terrified of going on trains and tubes when I was younger. I used to be terrified of London, but now it's become such second nature to me to get on the tube and go to London. And I very much glazed over that as soon as I became a model. Six months in, I was comfortable. I didn't even think about past me who couldn't get on the train. Or another example, me attending castings after the casting that I flopped this past London Fashion Week. I could have been like, actually, no, I don't want to do castings anymore because, well, that's really bad. Actually, no, I don't want to do castings anymore because I flopped that first one and I want to slay every single casting that I do. So this has ruined my average and I'm just going to quit now. Um, No, it's just so important to realize how far you're coming. Be gentle with yourself and humanize yourself. Don't be mean to yourself. Just because you've set a goal doesn't mean you can unset it. Diva, it's okay. No one's looking. No one's looking so closely at you that they're waiting for you to fail. But other than that, that concludes my six lessons on the art of not giving up. In conclusion, we have learned that you are doing great. Don't compare yourself to other people on social media. Don't compare yourself to people in your real life. Be gentle with yourself. Humanize yourself. Talk to your friends. You can do this, bestie. Ugh, this inspirational episode, please. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. It's been really, really fun. It's been great. I think I really needed this. I needed to learn the lessons of not giving up by Kit Costello. But before I go, as always, I have a recommendation and a question. The recommendation of the week is Five Seconds Flat, the film by Lizzie McAlpine. Oh my gosh, so good. If you don't know who Lizzie McAlpine is, she is the singer who sings Ceilings. And she has a film called Five Seconds Flat, which is made and based around her album, Five Seconds Flat. The cinematography in this film is beautiful. The art direction in this film is incredible. So I'd really recommend watching it. I don't want to say too much about it because I think it's something that you just need to watch by yourself. So Five Seconds Flat by Lizzie McAlpine is my recommendation of the week. My question of the week is how do you gain inspiration? Something I really love to do, I don't know if this is kind of niche, but I love to watch documentaries of like people 
rising to fame. I don't know why. I don't know why. For example, I love watching Miss Americana by Taylor Swift. I can't tell you how many times I've watched that documentary. I literally know it word for word. Speaking of, I watch Trixie Mattel's Moving Parts. Oh, when I'm in a crisis, I'm watching Trixie Mattel Moving Parts. It's so good. I, I really know that one word for word, seriously. Billie Eilish's The World's a Little Blurry is a great one as well. Those just really inspire me because they're kind of stories that go through the motion of wanting to give up, but not giving up and seeing where they got to. And that to me is inspirational. I don't know about you besties, but that is my question of the week answered. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you have by rating the podcast on the streaming platform that you are listening to. Yeah, you can do it on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, and on all the others. You can follow me on social media at kit.costello on Instagram and on TikTok. You can also send in your story times and your questions at kitcanbeinteresting.com and I will read them out or answer them. But other than that, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an incredible week. I'm sending you so much love as always, Kit. Bye.